Yes. H.T. Wow, July, season five. We're so close to five years, Dave. Go. Hello and welcome to High Tea with Old Waver, July 2020 edition. This is a very important show because it's the show before a very important show. We'll tell you more about that later. It makes sense. But next month, the August 2022 episode is our five-year anniversary. Can you believe we've been doing this for five years? Wow. Can you believe you've wasted your time editing this for five years? Hashtag wow. HT wow. Hashtag HT wow. Yes. So coming up in August, we have a very special live recording of the podcast to announce with a very special guest. So please stay tuned to find out if you are uh, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, how you can participate in our very special five-year anniversary. Maybe we'll even have cool stuff to give away. Will we? I don't know. Maybe we can talk to Matt and get some good friend pint glasses with our logo on it or something. Or maybe I just need to buy stuff out of our Patreon budget. You better order it now. I know. I need to get stuff done. All right. So please come join us at Good Friend in August for our fifth year anniversary party. Stay tuned for details and stay tuned to find out how you can win the HTWOW album of the month. And stay tuned to find out how you can email me and send me a screen grab of your five-star review of this podcast and get even more free stuff. It's amazing. We're just giving away crap just because you are cool enough to listen to this podcast. So please continue to listen and say hi to Toby when you see him. His head fell off. His head fell off. Yeah, he was pretty old. <laughs> oh, that's it. I've had it with this dump. We got no food. We got no jobs. Our pets' heads are falling off.
Come on and tell me twice. Yeah. This is HT Wow, dudes. My baggy friends. <laughs> High tea with Old Waver, episode 60. The July 2022 episode. You like round numbers, don't you? 60. Yeah, 60. I like round numbers. Such a jam. Of course, it's the Happy Mondays Kinky Afro. The reason we're playing it is because, well, first of all, listen to that hot bass line. That's Paul Ryder, brother of the singer Sean Ryder. And he just passed at the age of 58. Just found out. Yeah. Message from the band says the Ryder family and the Happy Mondays band members are deeply saddened and shocked to say that Paul Ryder passed away this morning. A true pioneer and a legend, he will be forever missed. We thank you for respecting the privacy of all concerned at this time. Long live his funk. Man, he's funky. Yeah, no cause of death, but yeah, he. Um, I mean, the he kind of he kind of created that baggy groove. Yeah, I want I want to say he had a lot to do with the whole like you know the brains behind the whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like that's how they did it in the the movie. I mean, what a those two in a pub before that band started. Who would have bet ten dollars on that they were going to become that big of a thing? Yeah, and basically create an entire rave culture. Kinky Afro, did you know it went to number one on the U.S. modern rock charts? Really? Yeah. I wouldn't have guessed that. Yeah. But hey. It went to number five on the U.K. chart. Mm-hmm. Equaled by Step On. Yeah. Those, Ooh, I those figured both went to number five in the U.K. I would have thought Step On got was bigger. Yeah. I would have thought they had a number one in the U.K., but they didn't. It's a hard thing to do. I mean, not really. I mean, let's be real. Mm-hmm. But the reason that we're playing it, not only because Paul Ryder passed and we wanted to pay homage to his hot bass lines, but it's also, in memoriam, our HTWOW album of the month. Yeah. Pills, Thrills, and Belly Aches, which came out in 1990. It was their third record and really where they hit their stride and became the flag bearers of the baggy Madchester movement. Mm-hmm. Is that the one that they did in Jamaica? No, the one they did in Jamaica was the one after it called Yes Please. Okay, because and it was just so hard to record. Yeah, because yeah, okay. they were just on drugs the entire time. Yeah. And, uh, then, yeah, they they played it, well, it, it, in the movie. Mm-hmm. They, they bring the tapes back, and they play it at factory headquarters, and they're like, <laughs> When do the vocals come in? Yeah. When's where's the hook? Yeah. It's just music, and it's pretty much in a loop. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. Oh, 
Yes, but if you would like a brand new sealed vinyl copy of Pills, Thrills, and Belly Aches by the Happy Mondays, then please visit our vinyl sponsor, PositiveSpin.com, positive with a Z, and they will have a banner at the top that says win the HTWOW album of the month, and hopefully when you click that link, it will be updated with the proper record. But Positive Spin, they're uh, wonderful sponsors. Their owner is a patron. He loves the pod. He approached us and wanted to support the pod. So in turn, we are supporting them and we are giving away a free record to you for supporting us. See, it's like a circle of life. It is. It's, Everyone's supporting everyone. It's like a double helix. It's like, uh, it's like a human centipede. Mm-hmm. But not um, sexual. Yeah. Do you have this record? I do. Okay. I, I do. I, I have it. Uh, I have it on CD and on vinyl. <laughs> and of course, digital, digi- di- digitally. Cranking out your disc changer, bro. Oh yeah, dude. Do you have one of those? Yes, I did. Have. I only had like a maybe a five disc changer, but my dad had like the two hundred disc changer. Oh, I have. I had that one in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it still works. I still have it over there. Yeah, I tried to, after my dad passed, I tried to clear it out for my mom because mm-hmm. she wanted to just listen to certain CDs and it ended up getting tipped over at some point, right. being moved. And so all the discs fell out of the tray yep. and they were like caught inside. And I was just like, just forget it. This yeah. is done now. Yeah. But did your, so your five disc changer, was that like in the trunk of your car? I remember people had those. Oh yeah. Well, I had... There was one car I had that had, it was my first, uh, my Land Rover Discovery. Look at me. Well, it was used. <laughs> it was used, and it was, you know, back in the early aughts, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it had a five-disc changer under the passenger seat. Oh, okay. Uh, and then I also had one in the house, just like a Sony like five-disc uh, carousel thing. Yeah, I remember those. Yeah. Um, I never had a disc changer in the car thing. I always just had the. I mean, slit. I wrote out. I wrote out the, the, um, car, the shocks walk, uh, Walkman, the Discman. Uh huh. You know, they had the special car Discman that supposedly had extra shock absorption. <laughs> and then Did you, it? Yeah. I, no, probably not. Oh, okay. And then you would just have the line out to the cassette, and then you'd put yeah, the cassette yeah, yeah, into the your cassette, cassette in there, and you'd have just a wire hanging out of your cassette hole. Uh huh. <laughs> That's what we used to do, kids. Man, I can't believe that worked. So it would just, it was like metal heads on the cassette that were attached to the heads that you usually play cassettes through, and yeah. it sent the signal. How did that work? I don't know. Little fragile plastic thing. It totally worked though. I mean, I guess the wheels are still turning nothing in there. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea what was happening there, but congratulations to Sony or whoever, <laughs> yeah. whoever, did whoever that. invented that mm-hmm. out of date technology. Mm-hmm. Good job. Uh, we also need to say hello to our beer sponsor, Good Friend Package. They are at 1155 PV Avenue in Far East Dallas, Casa Linda, the White Rock area of Dallas. And I did go see them today yeah. because we are coming at you live from Station Studios in College Station, Texas. And I brought my young one with me so she could party with Toby's daughter. And so they're 
watching YouTube videos on their phones right now. No, they've, they've changed. Oh, what are they doing now? Now they're in my room uh, watching YouTube videos together on the TV. Oh, okay. All right, they've, they've converged it into is a, one stream. It is a step up. They were laughing pretty hard when I went in there. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Uh, Clara just she she was on the verge of shutting down after three hours in the car, so she needed to to rebound a little bit. It'll do not, it. Nothing like some funny YouTube videos. I mean, they're just not at that age that you can get to a place after three hours in the car and slam a beer and. <laughs> they're not there yet. Mm -mm. Uh, but we did go by and see uh, Matt at Good Friend Package. We both uh, enjoyed a fantastic sandwich there. Of course, they do breakfast and lunch. They have cultivar coffee there, and they have a cooler stocked with uh, beers that you can take to go. And he was very excited. He beat me there, and he had all the beers waiting. Sometimes when I get there, we're staring at the cooler, and he's like, have you had this one before? Have you had this one before? But this time, he had everything picked out and ready to go. He's pumped. Yeah, he was super pumped. So uh, let me... Man, I want a sandwich. I know. Well, we we both had. I, I asked Clara. I said, "What did, what do you want? Do you want breakfast or lunch? Because they do breakfast all day or until they close at like three or four. And she said, "Oh, I want breakfast because it was still you know it was like twelve thirty or something. Yeah. And because uh, she said the last time when she got the bacon egg and cheese on the everything bagel, she was like, "That was the best thing I've ever had." Really. And so we both did that again this time. And so great. So good. All right, let me visit the cooler and, okay. and break out beer number one. <laughs> All right, what do we have here? Man, this looks serious. Anything that says quadruple on it. Yeah, I mean, Matt knows to start us off strong. And uh, so that's what he's done here again. This is uh, Boulevard Brewing Company. Do you need that? And it's called, yes. And it's called The Sixth Glass, a quadruple <laughs> ale. It is a 10.2%. Holy magoli. How's it looking over there? It's looking good. Oh, it's funny. It kind of looks like a Killian's. Irish red. I should probably talk more on the mic. It's okay. No one cares. All right. Yeah, dude, it does. It does look uh, a little red. Doesn't it? Yeah. It's definitely got the quad nose, if I could use a beer term. Oh. Yeah, that's a man's beer. Yeah. It's kind of like um, a Chimay Red. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Mm. Ooh, they have a please enjoy by date on here too. Man, that's good. Looky there. I didn't finish my pregame beer either. I'm gonna have to slam that. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna be double fisting for a bit. We're just slamming brews. We're just slamming brews. <laughs> that's what we do. Yeah, I guess I should say if this is your first time joining us on HTWOW, HTWOW is an acronym for High Tea with Old Waver. He's the high tea part. He's Toby Pipes. Hello. At, at Toby Pipes on Twitter. I'm the old waiver part. My name's Dave. I'm also on the gram for both, because I do gram a bit more. Yeah, you do gram a bit. Oh, yeah. So at Toby Pipes on the gram. 
Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Aren't you the same on the gram? Yeah, well, mine's private. I don't add everyone. That, oh my I mean, god. I, you know. You're I, a I, public I, figure now, Dave. I know. I you put, have I, to. I just I put pictures of my family on there. I don't want everyone downloading pictures of my family. Is that Man. weird? Is it weird to think that someone would? <laughs> it's weird to think that people can't do that anyway. Yeah, I guess. So, all right, everyone's just invited. Give up. Yeah, just. Give uh, but we up. do also have HTWOW Pod on the Insta. Oh yeah, that's kind of you. We both kind of do yeah, that. Yeah, we, bo- we both. You're have, on that one a lot. We both have the credentials for that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we are uh, Pod at gmail.com if you want to send us uh, an old school email. Are you going to actually do mailbag this time? Yeah, we are going to do mailbag. You forgot last time. Yeah, at the end of the show, we will. Uh, we have a couple of emails. We have a couple of new reviews that have been posted to the Apple Podcast Store. So we will touch on those later. Um but yes, HDWOW is a song swap and a beer swap. So we play tunes for each other and we drink beer together. And we tell you about the beers and we talk about the tunes. And uh, it's fun times. I mean, I guess. Did we talk enough about this beer? I mean, we. Like, what do you say? I don't know. Well, I mean, like I, I, I said what I thought. You kind of... I, I, I just like, said it's a man's beer. I, yeah, I felt like you were a bit cringy on it. No, no, now I'm fine. You know how I am with these. It takes me a good three or four sips yeah Especially. it's gonna be tough because i'm going back and forth with the coroni light uh-huh yeah you can't do that i just you gotta, need to you know I what need, i just need to relax my throat i need to slam this and just let the let the coroni light find its way all the way down to the bottom okay let's get that girl out of the way and let's get to this man's beer <laughs> Man, the, um, oh, done. I will say this: the the label is, um, I mean, it's got the little devil things on the S. Do you see that? And the the end of the S is a snake. I mean, this is well, like yeah, yeah. if you had like a like pulled in in a Harley and had a bunch of tats mm-hmm. and rolled up, this would be like, give me a sixth. Oh man, they got the pitchforks and everything. This is what the devil drinks, Dave. Mm-hmm. It's the devil's drink. The devil's 10.2 or whatever you said. Yes. Okay. So the point of this pod besides drinking and rambling is playing tunes. Sometimes we play old stuff like our jam of the month from Happy Mondays. Uh, sometimes we do book reports on a particular performer or a band. Sometimes, uh, I don't know, something has just been on repeat in our brains and we have to bring it to the pod. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times, probably most often, we like to bring new stuff because we both have a thirst for music. We we like to discover. Mm -hmm. I think maybe when it first started, we thought it was going to be a lot of old stuff. But after a while, it's like... You Man. run out. You run out of old stuff. Well, you run out, and you can't just you can't just look back all the time. Though. Yeah, there's a Boston song called "Don't Look Back" that we're gonna play first. <laughs> Maybe we'll play that on the after dark. <laughs> Should we? Yes. Yeah, but it's. I mean, after a while, it's kind of cool that bands now are starting to sound like the bands that we were playing that you might have missed. Yeah, so, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, so we like to play stuff. If we don't play old stuff, we like to play stuff that's new. That sounds like it's old. (laughs) 
and or influenced yeah, by the people that we and, like. And what's great is because everything is so cyclical. We grew up in the '80s, and we loved stuff from the '80s. And then, when we were like full-grown adults, and we had money, and we could go to shows and stuff, we had disposable income in the early aughts. All those bands were influenced by the '80s bands and tried to sound like the '80s bands. And now that we're in the 2020s, all of the bands that are new now are trying to sound like bands from the early 2000s. So the cycle is just repeating itself. It's just repeating. Yeah. So it's a copy of a copy of a copy. Mm-hmm. Pete and repeat. But everybody has their little twist on it, and they make it a little bit different and a little bit cooler sometimes. And uh, we like to bring it to you. That's what we're doing here. And so the first thing that I'm going to play is a band that I had never heard of until my daughter told me about them. She didn't discover them. They were one of her older brother's favorites, and they rose to fame and acclaim as a TikTok band. Oh, okay. That but, happens a lot. But don't let that sway you. They are about to come out with their second full length. Uh, the band is called Beach Bunny. They're from Chicago. And their second full-length record is coming out uh, this month. By the time this pod comes out, it will be out. And the album is called Emotional Creature. And so Clara went to go see them. It was her first club show. She went with her mom and her brother and one of her brother's friends and they went to uh, Deep Ellum and saw them at uh, whatever Canton Hall is called now, mm-hmm. next to the factory. Whatever Deep Ellum Live used to be? Yes. Okay. Yes. And uh, so Clara had the big black Sharpie X's on her hands <laughs> for a week Yeah. at middle school, so she felt real cool. Uh-huh. And uh, it, it was her first exposure to uh, a real live rock show. And I, before they went, I really had no idea who this band was. And then after they went, I started hearing more and more about them mm-hmm. because they were starting to ramp up the promotion for this album. And they've put out a couple videos and they got um, uh, Bob Odenkirk from Better Call Saul to do a little cameo in one of their videos. Okay. So they... They're on the rise, and they are a band to watch. You know, we we broke wet leg on this show. Did you say the name of the band? Yeah. Beach Bunny. Beach Bunny. So this isn't the person that Snoop talks to on the beach? No, that's Bad Bunny. Oh, it's me. Yeah, so we can talk a little bit more about the band afterwards. Mm -hmm. Um, But this is... They've released four tracks early and of the tracks that they've released early this is the track that i like the best this is called entropy by beach booney (laughs) on h2l
How do you feel about that? <clears throat> I mean, it's a little twee. It's a little emo. It's it's crazy because it's um, it's everything at once. Because it's it could even be like a young country song, like Marin Morris, mm -hmm. or it could be like Avril. Yeah, her, her voice kind of sometimes goes that way. Yeah, or it could be like Avril Lavigne. Uh huh. Or like some Sunday's chorus mm -hmm. or it could be like the Olivia Rodrigo yeah <laughs> like it's but she's trying to do the Avril Lavigne thing you know what I mean it's 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 everything in music right now all happening in a song is it is it is Beach Bunny like just a who, are they a band yeah okay so I mean, we're not going to spend too much time, but I'll give you the snapshot. Yeah. So it started out as a solo project. So the the singer is Lily Trefilio. And so she started Beach Bunny in 2015 and recorded an EP in her bedroom by herself. Okay. Which and is what the kids do now. Yeah. And then she recorded another EP, and then another EP, and then she wanted to enter a battle of the bands in Chicago, and they didn't allow solo acts, so she recruited a band. So she got this a guy to play guitar, Matt Henkels, a drummer, John Alvarado, and a bassist, Anthony Vaccaro. And so they put out an EP in 2018 called Prom Queen 
and the title track from Prom Queen is what made them TikTok famous. Because there's like a, a the the whole point of Prom Queen is that I'm not a prom queen, that your standards of beauty are too high and accept me for who I am, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, just body positivity for teenage girls, right? Sure. And so that made them famous. And then uh, they put out a full length after that honeymoon. And so this is their their second full length. And um, I'm reading this little article on Stereo Gum about them. So the producer, who I don't know, but the producer of this new record, Sean O'Keefe, there's this story how he's, he says, because uh, uh, I guess this is while the writer of the Stereo Gum story is, is hanging out with them in the studio as they're making this record, uh, Emotional Creature. Mm-hmm. And so the producer, Sean O'Keefe, uh, spins around and he says, hey, uh, I just posted a story of you on Instagram and Butch Vig just messaged me saying he loves Beach Bunny. <laughs> so it's like, you know, they're not only TikTok darlings, but they're industry darlings that everybody seems to really like her and like what they're doing. They're just really super positive and likable. Beach Bunny. And uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I didn't want to like it. And I'm not sure that I, I'm not sure that I am entirely bought in, but I like the fact that my daughter is so into them and is really trying to push them on me. It's the first band that she's really tried to get her dad to like. Okay. Yeah. And so I feel like I need to give it a a minute to marinate. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny. Uh... She played me some stuff uh, off of Spotify in the car coming home from somewhere um, a couple weeks ago. And she was just playing like the top plays on Spotify. And one of them, I was like, man, this is really good. And it was a a song called... Beats Bunny. It was a song called Six Weeks. And I liked it because it had a really cool guitar part. And I just, you know, I thought it was maybe just a little more edgy than some of the other stuff that I had heard from them. Mm-hmm. Turns out that was the first song that she recorded when she was a teenager in her bedroom. Is that because six weeks is in between report cards? <laughs> yeah, it was like she got a bad report card and so she had to she was write grounded. a song about it. She was grounded for six uh-huh. weeks and made a record. Yeah, she was grounded until the next report card. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Take yeah. that, parents. Yeah. Anyway, I so... made a record. Beach Bunny, don't hate me. Don't hate me for... I don't hate... Hey, hey. Don't, I, ha- don't hate me for playing something... I play Harry Styles. That's true. Yeah, I can... I, I have such a wide berth to play anything I want because you played Harry Styles on the June pod. Yeah, and I still don't feel bad about it. I feel really good about it. I I mean, I got I got several messages both incredulous and supportive. Like, I can't believe you guys played it and I can't believe you guys played it and I love it. Yeah, I got messages of that's funny that 
we're old and we both like Harry Styles. <laughs> it makes no sense. We're old Smiths fans that like the Harry Styles record. That's, right? That doesn't make any sense. Sometimes things don't have to make sense. Life is wild and you just got to keep paddling right through it, Dave. That's right. Okay, so that's enough on Beach Bunny. Um, before you get to your first jam, mm-hmm. um, I do want to take a moment. So I teased this on the promo at the top of the pod that we haven't recorded yet. Is that is that too inception for you? No, no, I can... I'll, You're I'll, following me? Yeah, I'll make my way through that maze. Yeah, so I teased it in the future, but in the past that we have a very special episode coming up next month, the August 2022 edition of HTWOW, because that is, this is our 60th episode, but 60 doesn't really mean anything. Nuh-uh. Next month is 61, and you would say, well, why are you celebrating episode 61? It's our five-year anniversary. Unbelievable. It's been five Woo! years since we put out the first one of these. Unreal. We looked so different. I know. Don't go back and listen to it because it's probably awful. No, it's great. Um, we used to play six songs back then. Mm-hmm. And the, the pods were like three hours. Yeah. Uh, they're still long, but uh, you know, we, we cut it down trying to make it a little bit more digestible but five years in and so we decided we've we've talked about it a long time doing a show in the wild uh-huh and we had one going but was it covid something happened yeah we had we had i think we were gonna do the mike reiner show somewhere out in fort worth yeah 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 and covid shut that down yeah and so we've been hesitant to venture back out and although COVID is kind of morphing and there are new variants that maybe make this one a little sketchy but we're fine we're fine we're both vaxxed it's whatever um but yeah we're gonna do a five-year anniversary live HTWOW live to tape Sunday August 21st at Good Friend Beer Garden and Burger House not Good Friend Package Good friend, Beer Garden and Burger House. It's at 1154 PV. It's across, it's the, across street. the street. Yeah. And we're going to have a special guest. Are you going to surprise me when he gets there or tell me now? No, I'm going to tell you now. Cool. It is none other than Dingu, <gasps> Danny, Dan Paul, <sighs> Bayless. Do you know how great that's going to be? Because you and I have worked with him in separate things that have nothing to do with each other. Yeah, it's crazy because you and I are great friends and we have not really hung out together with Danny all that often. Not that much. Every now and then. Every now and then. We used to do a lot of football games together. Yeah, but, you know, it's not like... But not just the three of us. It's not like the three of us hang out all the time. However, I used to do a Saturday show on the ticket, The Orphanage, with Danny for seven years I think Mm -hmm. and I knew him for 20 years before that 15 years before that we used to shut down the barley house Mm -hmm. on the regular back in the day yeah and I would fill in on the radio but it was 
not with Danny. It was I was filling in because Danny wasn't there. Right. So we couldn't do that together. Yeah. So I have this long history with Danny, but you have this entirely separate history with Danny because of bands. Yeah. We jammed together a lot in bands and touring around and we've had just the best Cal- time. Just Calhoun or other other projects? Uh, Just Calhoun, but you know. Bands that we've played in have been on the same bills, and we're always around. Yeah. You know, everyone's sitting backstage together, and it's always fun. But so I've known him forever. So this is going to be great. Yeah. So it's going to be awesome. It's it's going to be at Good Friend on the lounge side. So we're going to set up. We're going to kick it off at 3 o'clock. And we're trying to figure out, I don't think we're going to have a PA, but maybe we'll have like a silent disco set up or something. Or maybe it'll be uh, a situation where if you actually want to hear us, you can just kind of get in close. Mm-hmm. Get in close. Get in within earshot. Maybe I, don't know. I don't know how many people are going to try and show up. I don't, maybe there's something that you can do that you can um, transmit from your phone in a little local area and everyone just uses their headphones. We'll uh, figure it out. Kind of like, uh, what was the... Um, Are you about to mention WKRP? No, uh, the uh, Christian Slater movie where he had the pirate radio station. Yeah, something like that, but in modern times where you do it from your phone. Right, sure. There's got to be there's a way. Got, there's got to be a way. There's a million ways. So we're going to figure it yeah. out. And so it'll be, we, whatever it'll be, it'll be new and no one has ever done it before. Yes. And so if you are in the Dallas area, we encourage you to circle that date on your calendar, August 21st, 3 p.m. at Good Friend. You can still make it to work the next day. Yeah. This thing. I mean, it'll be like three to five. And then afterwards, we'll all be hanging out and we'll have some beers. And if you want to talk music or whip Danny's ass about what he's been doing since he quit the hard line, whatever. Whatever. We might even do the after dark. Yeah, we, might, we don't even know. Yeah, we might do the. I mean, if if people show up and people want to party with us, then we might do the after dark there. Yeah. By the way, the after dark is the after party of this <laughs> podcast that you can access by subscription by going to Patreon.com and searching HTWOW or going to OldWaver.com and clicking on Premium, and uh, it's just five dollars a month. Man, you have that down. I know. Uh, anyway, that's enough promotion. But we hope that some of you will come out and hang with us. Um, and even if you don't, just be apprised that it's going to be a very special presentation next month. And there'll hopefully, be a, there'll be a lot of background noise. Oh, yeah. Hopefully, it will sound awesome and there'll be a lot of energy and uh, just wacky stories from Danny. And it'll be good times. All right. It's time for Toby, song number one. Are you ready for this, Dave? Yeah, you had like a, a, a short list of like five, and you yeah. wouldn't let me look at it. Yeah, this is like a, well, I don't even know why I didn't let you look at you. I can guarantee you, you've never heard of these bands, but... This is music detective action. I, it, you know how it happens. I have a team of people. Right, you have your sources and they, throughout the, the world, really. Yeah, and I like to I like to take all the songs in and then... Even though I might not play the song they sent me, it sends me in a direction. Right. Because you, I like, I'll, I'll be like, there's something here. I don't want to play this one, but there's something. Yeah, you've got your bulletin board up there, and you 
trace you put your post-its and you trace things mm-hmm. with yarn yeah yeah it looks insane it's a beautiful mind but i also like to go because people will send me their favorite tune but it might not be one of their newer tunes right and we like to keep it current and i like to keep it current so this first one is a band called husbands okay you ever heard of that no are they all married? Is that is that why? It's it's just two dudes. There's no chick. I think it's just two dudes, and I'll and I'll explain a little bit. I told you I didn't know anything, but I know a little bit about, but not a lot. And I don't want to tell you where they're from, because I want you to keep an open mind, Dave. Okay. So we're gonna look that up afterwards. No, I know where they're from, and I can tell you, but I'm. I just, I know how you are. Judgy. You're judgy, and I want you to just listen. I, I, you know what? I am so much more open-minded in my old age. You now, are. Now, now that I'm 50, yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm so yeah, that, willing to accept anything and everyone. Yeah, that first song is a perfect example. God damn it. <laughs> are you ready? Now, well, you, now just, you're judging me. No, I'm not. I like the first song, but I'm supposed to play songs like that. I know. Well, I I was afraid that they were going to be on your list. <laughs> Surprised they weren't. Yeah. You were afraid. You actually said in the kitchen, I'm afraid that the first song I'm going to play, you're going to play it because you and my daughter have the same musical taste. Uh-huh. I don't mind that, Dave. I mean, that that musical taste got you to number one in the UK. It sure did. So it's good for something. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What's the name of this tune? Uh, It's called Garth. (laughs) Like Brooks or Wayne and Garth? Uh, I don't really know what they're referring to here, but their other song from this, this thing's brand new once again. They put out a single called Must Be a Cop a while back. Okay. But now the album's out. You know what I mean? It's kind of one of those things. So the album is brand new, but the other song they put out a while ago. Okay. I feel good about it. But you know. There's no shame? I don't feel shame. I feel good about it, but I want to see what you think. Because you know when it's brand new stuff, I just, you know. But what I got sent. uh, Is it guitars? Is it daytime disco? It's a band. Okay, like, but it's two dudes. It's two dudes. I'm sure they have a band, but... Is it like Death it, From Above 1979? <laughs> what was it? The Chain Gang of 73 or something? Remember we played that. It was like the the drummer is the singer. Yeah. No, I don't think it's like that. I think I think these dudes just get a band Okay. to play with them. But this song's called Garth, and it's by the husbands. Or just, hus- just husbands. 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 Yeah. 
what do you think? Yeah, you should definitely have been confident in that one. That's a hot one. It's good, right? And they're, all of their songs are really good. I think the song that I got sent was a song from a past record called... It's a song called Mexico. Okay. And it's like kind of one of their kickoff... That's what kicked them off kind of thing. But they got started. They're from... Which it makes sense because I... Isn't he saying cruising on Garth Brooks Boulevard? I couldn't make it out. Um, but they're from Oklahoma City. Okay. Isn't that weird? That's awesome. Yeah, but I didn't want to say that at first. Eh, eh you know. You I mean, never I, know. I, I don't judge Oklahoma. I don't either, but it, it'll take you a direction. Yeah. But remember, like, Starlight Mints were from, weren't they from Oklahoma There's City? There's tons of good bands from Oklahoma. I mean, Flaming Lips. Yeah. Okay. Well, oh, God. <laughs> No, I like Flaming Lips. They just spawned a lot of awful I bands. know, I know. Soft Bulletin still holds up. Um, pretty cool, right? For So this band sent me down the thing for like 20 other bands. Nice. So um, that so, kind so you're, of style. you're stocked for the next six months? <laughs> yeah. Well, at least for tonight and um, after dark. Right. But uh, yeah, I like them. And that's their brand new jam. Garth. So, so, what's the new record? What's it called? Yeah, what's it, it's? Is it their first full length, or do they have other? No, no, no. They have others. Uh, latest release is God. It might be um, this one comes off uh, full on Monet, but the other one is alive. The the one that got put out like yesterday is like a live record, so that doesn't count. But Full on Monet is the one that all these songs like Must Be a Cop and Garth just came out. But after the Gold Rush, I think is the one that Mexico was on. So So they have two. They might only have two. So their deal is, and this is funny, um they I guess were in college and these two dudes had to do a, a musical for <laughs> Godzilla and so they got together and did a musical and then decided to start a band that's bonkers so go to college kids and that's the only way you'll ever start a band they have a bunch of singles and EPs so maybe these are just the main two records is after the gold rush and full-on Monet so brand new bands love it yeah you don't see what they look like there they go can't see that far. All right. Well, one dude looks like Stephen Wright from here, and the other dude looks like um, Chris Lowe. Okay. From Pet Shop Boys. Yeah, that's all fine. That makes. I would sense. love to hear a side project of Stephen Wright and Chris Lowe. <laughs> but yeah, I like these guys. That was sent to me, and so it started a thing. It starts at something. I'm looking at your shirt. That's the reason why I said that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we'll get to that in a minute. I figured. Um, so it's time for beer. Well, let me finish beer number one. Hold yeah, on. you're, Hold man, on. you're overlapping. I know. How did I finish man beer well, before I, I, you? So here's the thing is these are the first beers I've had since Vegas. Did you take a break? I have been detoxing since Vegas. I think y'all were hitting it a little harder than I still don't feel right. Than us in Vegas. I didn't really We'll discuss Vegas in a minute, but I just didn't really go for it that much. 
I mean, I didn't go for it that much. It was more the intervals, but mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I just I needed to hit the reset button. I needed to uh, eat some salads, sure, and uh, some fiber, mm-hmm. and drink a lot of water. Yeah, they don't, that Vegas will give you the shakes for a day. Yeah, because it's so hot and so dry, and all the food is so rich, mm-hmm. and the booze is flowing, and marijuana is legal. Yes. And so it all adds up. But we'll talk about that in a second. We need to do our second beer, and again, handpicked by Matt at Good Friend Package. It's too dark in here for you. Would you like a light? Sure. Okay. Yeah, th- like there was like a solar eclipse outside. Lovely. Yes. So, more often than not, I mean, it's by design. We do a lot of Martin House brews, Martin House out of Fort Worth. And the reason that we do is because they crank out the special brews like nobody else. Seriously, I think they put out more special brews than any brewery in America. They're always trying to do bits with their beer. I see that. And so this one is called Our Pets' Heads Are Falling Off, which is a reference to Dumb and Dumber. Okay. And this is a double IPA, an 8%er. So usually we step down from our first beer to our second beer, but here we're only stepping down from a 10 to an 8 it's funny, the guy in the baseball outfit looks like he's... Remember in the Warriors, the guys that were on roller skates that mm-hmm. were in the baseball outfits? Yeah, there's like a Pirates baseball card. I guess that's a reference to the movie. I don't remember. I don't either, but it has but a then name a, at the bottom. Then there's a parakeet with its head duct tape back on. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Wally Ryan? I don't know. I don't know if that has anything to do with Dumb and Dumber. Let me let me look and see if that's a real player. No. That's not a real player. No. Okay. I don't know what that's about. That's probably some joke we're not getting, but whatever. We don't need to get everything, Dave. I'm just gonna pull this up for you. What are you doing? Just giving you a frame of reference. Do I need to take down the music? Yeah. Where's the booze? I got robbed by a sweet old lady on a motorized cart. I didn't even see it coming. Oh, Harry. Oh, Harry. Oh, come on, Harry. Gets worse, Lloyd. My parakeet Petey. He's dead. Oh. Oh man. Sorry, Harry. What happened? His head fell off. His head fell off. Yeah, he was pretty old. (laughs) That's it. I've had it with this dude! 
its heads are falling off! He was uh, old, so therefore <laughs> his, his head, head just fell off. He was old, so yeah. So this is a, a double IPA. Have you cracked it? Mm-hmm. I have noticed. I, maybe I in my now that I'm post fifty, maybe osteoporosis is making my fingernails brittle. <laughs> but I have a hard time with pop tops. Yeah, I don't like them. But I manage them. <laughs> I just, it takes me like five tries. What's wrong with me? Well, you obviously need a manicure. And you need to take, um, mane co- and tail vitamins. No, collagen peptides. Yeah, yeah, I need to take collagen. God, you're so queer. I know. You don't take collagen every day? No. Jesus, Dave. I need to. Tell me your secrets. Tell me your beauty secrets, Toby. <laughs> you have to do that. Right. That's a, that's a must. Whoa. Yeah, it's a different taste, isn't it? Yeah, I'm just I'm just smelling it right now. Mm. It's, it's definitely got a frothier head. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm a little scared. Tastes like a head fell off. I you know you know I was afraid it was gonna taste like a corn chip. Oh no no it's sweet it's it's, it's well, but it's got like a bite in the back. Mm-hmm. No, it's more of a lemony something. I don't know what it is. Yeah, there's some acid or something in there. Yeah, but it's gonna take a minute to to transition. My palate to that one. Yeah, this is. We went from a. Gee whiz. <laughs> he went from a street. Our pets' heads are falling off. <laughs> he went from a street fighter beer to uh, now we're sitting outside with maybe some ice and a, a little orange in this. You could slice an orange in this. Yeah, an orange or a lemon. Mm-hmm. Whatever you feel like. But it's an eight percenter. It's not. It's not no session beer. Don't drink. A, I mean, these are. These are. They come in pints. You ever sliced a fruit in your beer? Not at home. <laughs> and generally, when I order them at the bar, I order them without. I was like, you don't, you don't need to do the. Don't do the. You don't need to do the thing. Don't do the Tropicana treatment. Yeah, I don't need that. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think we just need to let this sit for a minute. Yeah, let's we, play. We need jam. to we need to let it breathe, and we need to let our our palates adjust. But we we touched on Vegas, <laughs> and so I figured before my next jam, we could talk about the group trip aspect. I think I say song because we've been going. There's been talking. Okay, do song, and then we can just let's do song and com- then combo Morrissey and Vegas all into one. Let's, next, the next. Uh, link will be the Vegas okay. link. All right. All right. So let's get another jam out the way. Out the way. Now, I'm playing a band that I think you don't like. When you said it earlier, I don't think it's the band that I think it is. But let's see. I think I like them, don't I? I don't know. Haven't I, you? You've played them before. Yes, I have played them on the pod before. Hold on one second. Let me... Let me uh, just verify. 
you know, because you can go to oldwaver.com and on the right rail in there's a uh, featured artist drop down menu and you can look and see every band that we've ever featured on the pod. And do you then, do that with the After Dark? No. Man, we need that. Well, I mean, I have a I have a Spotify playlist, so I can look it up on the Spotify playlist. And there But is that know. public, the Spotify? Yeah. Okay, good. So yeah, there so is it, an After Dark yes. Spotify. If okay. you would like to access our Spotify playlists, go to Spotify and type in HTWOW and there's an HTWOW well, you can find the pod there, but you can also find the HTWOW playlist that has every song we've ever played on the pod. And then you can also search HTWOW After Dark, and that has every song that we've ever played on the After Dark. That's okay. that's on Spotify. That's great. I didn't know that that was yeah. happening. But if you go to oldwaver.com, which is kind of the blog site, I mean, you have to have something that is a landing page for all your crap, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's a featured artists drop down menu, and so I'm looking up Man, the band Foles. You're so organized. And turns out we have played them twice. I know. Let's see, you love Foles. I do. I really do. So in March of 2019, Foles and Horses. I played a song called "In Degrees" by Foles. Okay. And then. In September 2019, I played a song called The Runner. So, Foles in 2019, they did kind of a double album, but they did it in two parts. Okay, now I remember all of this, yes. Yeah, so the album was called Everything Not Saved Will Be Lost, and they split it into... To instead of releasing one double album, they released it as part one and part two, like six months apart. Mm-hmm. The uh, I guess the part one was released in March of 2019. Part two was released in October of 2019. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, they are an English band. They're from Oxford, and they got together in 2005. Their first record called Antidotes came out in 2007? 2008. 2008. It was called Antidotes. Antidotes. And, and, no, not Antidotes. 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 No, Antidotes, like the antidote of a poison. Uh-huh. And at the time, they were like math rock, right? They had very syncopated beats and uh, very up-tempo, very you know, early aughts. You know, that was kind of the thing back then. Okay. And they've they've gone uh, through many transformations. Uh, they've kind of gotten a little more Britpop, then they got kind of heavy. Um, and then before this last record came out, they had uh, two of their band members leave. So in 2021, their keyboardist left and uh 2018 their bassist left so they're just a trio now and so this record that just came out in june is called life is yours and this is kind of their their party record this is their daytime disco record okay and so i don't know if you're gonna like this 
I feel like the times that I've played them before, you've been lukewarm on them. I'll be honest with you, Dave, when it happens. Okay. But, uh, you know, the, the main thing is that the, the, the singer, the guitar player, the front man, Giannis Philippakis, uh-huh. is... He's a, a... Blind. No, he's just... He's insane. Okay. He's one of those front men that likes to crowd surf and he likes to climb scaffolding and dive into the crowd and you're making it worse i know he is a very energetic and dynamic front man uh and but they they just they bring it they're they're a very dynamic and a very visceral band and i hope that you like this this is kind of a deep cut off of the new record okay i listened to this on the way to and from vegas and this is the song that i decided i wanted to play on htwow for you the listener but mostly for him the t the t this is called under the radar by Foles.
that's a hot jam. They get after it. I mean, it's so three minutes. So that doesn't sound like their older stuff, right? No. Okay. No. Yeah, yeah that's this good. is a departure for them. I love that. They've made a very good departure. I yeah, think I, so. I mean, I, I really like... So their second record was Total Life Forever in 2010, and that's probably my favorite of theirs. Uh, Holy Fire in 2013, also good, and uh, that was produced by Alan Mulder and Flood, and course, they yeah. they won Producer of the Year at the Q Awards for that record. Okay. Um, and then the uh, Everything Not Saved Will Be Lost Part Two did go to number one in the UK. The album, not any particular single, but right. Um, but yeah, I mean. They got progressively heavier as they went on, and and so now I guess now that they're a three piece and they just kind of decided to um, party a little bit. That sounds awesome. Yeah, that that it kicks off from the beginning and goes. Yeah, so the whole record is is pretty good. There's a handful of singles that have been released off of it that. Um, I think are are good, but that one was the one that I was like, "That's the one I gotta play." That's the one. Good. All right. I, well, I love that. I love that. I'm glad that you and I are now Foles friends. Well, now let's hold on. <laughs> I like this. I like this song. <laughs> so you're not gonna go see him with me? No, I'll go see him if they're gonna play a bunch of the new stuff. Just kidding. I can't remember what my problem was with the... Uh, I can't remember what it was. It's probably just because it was too heavy. It it probably is because... Um, I'll, I'll play a song on the After Dark from one of their early records. Great. And we'll see, we'll, we'll see, <laughs> we'll see if you have an irrational hatred of them. Or, or maybe I'm thinking of someone else. Yeah, or maybe... Yeah, because sometimes... Sometimes a band their name sounds like another band or you yeah. confuse them with another band and you're like, Oh, I hate them. And it's then you listen to them. It's this band of horses. And then you listen to them and you're like, Oh wait, no, these are not who I thought they were. Yeah. So I might be confusing them with someone else. I don't know. I, okay. all, all I can say is our friend Craig who went on the Vegas trip. He's a huge Foles fan. Okay. So if, so if you trust, if you trust Craig's musical if, taste, if you more and than Craig, me. no, if y'all both like it, it's something. Yes, I've it, seen them a, it's I've seen them a couple like, times. I saw them at uh, Lollapalooza in Chicago uh, on the first record a mm -hmm. million years ago, and then I saw them, I believe, just one other time at Granada, and it was great. Well, good. Well, let's let's do that. Yeah, I'll, 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 I will figure out, I'll look at the Spotify and I will figure out which old Foles Jam is going to be least offensive to T so oh. I can fully convert you. You know what, speaking of shows, we just found out about the Phoenix thing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because last time, I remember so they... I am so excited. They weren't coming, right? Well, they, they hadn't filled out their entire tour, so last time we were talking about because we played Phoenix on the June pod, their new single, Alpha Zulu. I kind of want to think that they, they're they coming because we played them on the pod. 
No, I think they're just filling out their dates because they're playing weekend two sure of Austin City Limits. And so they're playing on Friday at Austin City Limits and the night before they're playing Thursday in Dallas. Yeah, that'll be way better than Austin City. Yes. Well, because I remember I told you last month I was looking for dates where they were playing an actual venue and not a festival. Yeah, that'll be amazing. And so I I couldn't find anywhere to go see them that fit with my schedule. And then lo and behold, they get announced at Southside Ballroom. Lo and behold. And uh, yeah, we're all going to go. That's, that's going to be fun. It's going to be great. I mean, I, I you know, I'm going to have to get a sitter, but... <laughs> When you're 50, that stuff happens. No one <laughs> likes to hear about us getting sitters. <laughs> you guys are so old and lame. <laughs> you guys suck. I'm going to live forever. I'm never having kids. Except for we're playing music that's on the cutting edge. That's right. We are the 120 minutes of podcasts. We're the 120 minute George Kamark, Jeff K of music. Uh-huh. Yes, everything. We're everything to you. Uh-huh. We're your source. Pow, pow, pow. Sunday, Sunday. All right. So speaking of Craig and speaking of live shows uh, and speaking of Vegas, which we touched on before the Foles Jam, Mm -hmm. a whole group of us, it was a very staggered group because we didn't all come in the same day. We didn't all leave the same day. It was such a Vegas thing. We were ships passing in the night. Yeah. But we did have several... Group interactions, dinners, and uh, parties of various degrees. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of sort of pitched as my 50th birthday party. But really... Your birthday went for like three I know. months. I had a birthday month, and I'm so glad it's over. But I was, I was approached maybe back in February or March by Craig and my wife about what do you want to do for your birthday it's it's the 50th it's a big one everybody wants to have an excuse to go out of town and go do something what are we going to do and so we talked about new orleans which we had done several years ago for one of my wife's birthdays before the covid yeah pre-covid and so we thought about maybe doing that again but I don't know. I just, I wanted to do something different. And I saw that Morrissey was playing at Caesars in early July. I was like, well, that's close enough to my birthday. So I threw that out there. And initially, everyone was very receptive. And then as it got closer, everyone was like, yeah, we're going to go to Vegas, but we're probably not going to go to the Morrissey show. And so at at one point I thought it was maybe going to be just me and Marissa at the Morrissey show. No, y'all had a full posse. And then as the show got closer, as the date got closer, because I waited until the last minute to buy the tickets, as the date got closer, then everybody was like, no, 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 no. I want to go see it. I want to go see it. And so we ended up having seven people in our Morrissey party. Mm -hmm. And there were probably what, like... uh, 12 to 15 people total maybe they were kind of in our loose tangential group yeah because there you had a birthday three days after me um uh our our friend taylor 
his girlfriend had a birthday like the day after me, right? Is she the day after? No, 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 no. She was a, she was July. Okay, but she she had a birthday. Uh, one of my wife's friends had a birthday. So we everyone had, has birthday. We had four cancer birthdays that were going on, mm-hmm. and we had a, a huge group of us. We we're all staying in different places. We're all on different schedules, but I think the times that we did get together were pretty awesome. It was great. And Y'all's balcony was amazing. Yeah, we we did um, on several occasions have little cocktail hours in our uh, hotel room. We made sure that we got a, a suite that had a seating area and a bar and a uh, patio that overlooked the Bellagio fountains. Mm-hmm. And so, and then I went my first day there, I went to the liquor store and the dispensary and made sure <laughs> I got all the party favors that we needed. And so, yeah, if, Anytime we were gathering before a dinner or if we didn't know what we wanted to do, everybody would come to our room and make a drink and we would sit out on the patio and game plan. And mm-hmm. it was great. It was great. Even though everyone would scatter. Yeah. Like immediately, well, but I mean, it was still... Because that's the nature of Vegas. Like not, not everybody's interested in the same thing and some people want to play this game and some people want to play this game and some people want to go see a show or go dance or whatever uh so th- it wasn't like anyone was holding anyone to a schedule or making sure that everyone was checking in uh-huh but we did have that you know one group dinner where everyone was there because uh-huh. there was a group dinner before you guys got there. oh yeah yeah, yeah. um but the one dinner that was fantastic. It was outrageously expensive, but it was it was like a price fix thing. It was a per person, and it was like a seven course thing. But not all of us knew how many courses were involved, so we got really full after course two. Where was this? What what were you doing? Oh, you weren't at this place. That's right. Mm-mm. Yeah, I so have no idea what this is about. This was at uh, kind of. It, was it, this on Friday? This was on Saturday before Morrissey. Oh, before Morrissey. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I guess you got in on Saturday. I there was no way I was going to make the Morrissey show. Yeah. I thought I could do it, but you know how airport and yeah. It so just okay. Wasn't so here's the thing. So we go to this place. It's in the uh, the food court area of the Cosmopolitan, and so it's on the third floor. It's kind of a fancy sushi fusion type place. Okay. Uh, Asian fusion type place. And so it was a price fix menu. Like everybody was overwhelmed by the menu and so we decided as a group instead of everybody just ordering individually, we'll just do the price fix thing and so then they just bring out courses to the table and you do it family style. Oh god. And so it was like seven courses uh-huh. but at our end of the table we didn't know how we didn't know that they were going to keep bringing stuff and so we're just eating all the stuff mm-hmm. and then so by the time the main course comes which is like wagyu steak and i don't know scallops and something else i we were all full we had no we had no room left for this delicious food and then by the time the dessert towers came out 
We're like, oh my god! Like, who has room for dessert? Okay. So it was it was amazing, but I wish I had paced myself a little bit better. <laughs> but here's the thing. Uh-huh. So this is the dinner prior to Morrissey. So Morrissey's playing at Caesars. We're we're having dinner. At, Y'all are stuffed. We're having dinner at Cosmos, and so the walk from our place to Caesars is like twenty minutes. That's down not the, that far. You could strip. see it from your window. Yeah, but it's twenty minutes walk down the strip, especially when you have to jog to the right and then down the strip yeah, and yeah, jog yeah, to yeah. the left, That's and right. you have to get through all the people. And so I'm looking at the clock. And I'm panicking. Because you want to hit the opening track. Yes, because it says show at 8. Show at 8. That starts at 8. And so, and we are, you know, we're at like 7.30. And food is still coming out. And I'm freaking out. And so the only thing I think to do, I wish I had gone. So I know you and I have both spent plenty of time on setlist.fm. Oh, I knew that. I knew the set list. They put it up. Yeah, yeah. I avoided all the set lists. Oh, okay, I'm because glad I, I didn't. Because send I it didn't. To you. I didn't want to know what we were in for. But I think he changed it. Yeah. Well, not not a, a lot. Yeah. So we'll talk about that in a second. So he did five shows in Vegas, and we were seeing the last one. And so, but if you go to setlist.fm, you can see it shows like the start time. It'll mm-hmm. tell you exactly when the show started, but it's so it showed on the ticket show at eight. The only thing I could think to do was to DM Josh Venable because Josh Venable is the Morrissey of Panic, the Smiths cover band. Totally, yeah, yeah, and he's used to work at the edge now he lives in oklahoma is he in oklahoma city or tulsa i have no idea i, I didn't know he moved out of yeah Dallas. yeah he's a jock in oklahoma city but he also is the the morrissey the front man of the mm-hmm. the dallas panic smith's tribute band yeah he's the yeah yeah and so the only thing i could think of was because i i had seen on his gram that he had been to some of the last weekend shows so I send him a DM, hoping that he'll see it and reply in a timely fashion. And of course he did. And I was like, when does he go on? What, what are we looking at? And he's like, he's going to go on right at nine. And I was like, perfect. So I tell everyone, we are leaving here at 8.30. Check has to be paid. We are walking out the door at 8.30. Everybody, not everybody at the dinner had tickets. But I was like, everybody who's going to the show, we're walking out the door at 8.30. So we walk out the door at 8.30, and we have to find our way to the strip because it's not mm-hmm. a straight shot. Yeah, every casino is like a mile Yeah, long. it's a maze. Yeah. And so we get to the strip, and then we have to go through all of the whores and all of the street performers and all of the people that are lined up to see the Bellagio fountains. <laughs> yeah, sure. And so we're snagging through that whole thing then we get to caesars and it's unclear on the map 
where the Colosseum at Caesars is. Yeah, I, I stayed there and I have no idea where it is. You stayed at Caesars? Oh, yeah. I didn't even know that. Last time I was there, I stayed there and I have no idea where yeah. that venue is. So I I thought maybe it was a standalone venue and we saw this one building and I was like, is that it? And then we we're like, no, that's not it. And so it's getting close to nine o'clock and we're freaking out. I'm super freaking out. And so we were like, let's just go into Caesars and there'll be signs, right? So we go into the casino and we follow the signs to the Coliseum and it is like, there's maybe a, a five to 10 stair riser and there's maybe four doors, Okay. but it's just in the middle of the casino. It's not like it's some grand entrance to this amazing venue. There's a couple of signs up there that say Viva Mas Vegas. Uh-huh. But so we walk up and we see a handful of people in line. So we get in line to get our tickets scanned and we walk in. And as soon as we cross the threshold, we hear the opening. And he does How Soon Is Now He, he opens with How Soon Is okay, Now. Okay, good, good. And so I am just booking to our seats. Uh-huh. And got to see the entire show. He played 19 songs. Um... Let me pull it up real fast. I know not everybody cares, but I know well, you Well, I'll, I'll tell you this. The uh, the best thing about it, with the pictures and everything, and, <laughs> and I hope it wasn't the Simpsons thing that affected him, but he looks he looked trim. He looked good. Well, when, when he does uh, strip at the end, when he takes off the shirt... Well, he's old, man. Yeah, I mean... He, he was showing some plumber's crack because he has the low-waisted yeah, pants. he's old. And, yeah, he he had a, a bit of a muffin top. That's, he's, what is he? I don't know. Because <laughs> the internet is not working right now. It doesn't matter. So the thing is, is he played 19 songs. Four of them were Smith songs. Mm-hmm. Um... How soon is now? Did he do uh, some girls are bigger than? No, he did. As I said, he started with How soon is now. Mm-hmm. He played Shoplifters of the World Unite. He played Half a Person, and then the encore and the closer was Sweet and Tender Hooligan. Oh, okay. And that was the moment of the show. So. Of the rest of the tunes, uh, most of them were classic solo tunes. A couple of them were B-sides, deep cuts from early solo career that only mega fans would know. Right. And two of them were unreleased songs from uh, his TBD album that he's trying to find a label for. Oh, he... He did some stuff that he's never... Yeah, he had two songs that uh, haven't been released yet. What'd you think of it? Uh, not bad. Um, I Am Veronica and Rebels Without Applause. Those okay. were the two. Cool. And they're, they're not bad. I mean, you know... It takes always a couple of listens. Yeah. Uh, but what I would say, the set list was not my ideal set list. Obviously, if I could pick 19 songs for Morrissey to sing, those wouldn't be the 19 songs that I would pick. But 
And everyone in our group agreed, even Taylor, who can be very critical at times. Sure. What? Ta- Taylor can be critical? Yeah. That's weird. Um, that the band sounded great. The sound was amazing. Our seats were great. Well, it's the last night of the thing, right? Yeah. I we, mean, if they don't have it dialed in by then, y'all hit the best night there yeah. could be. And so it's a, an enormous stage. The stage is extremely wide, but the band was set up tight in the middle of the stage. Mm-hmm. And then they have the projection behind. It wasn't an elaborate stage show because they just would do still images mostly behind him. Uh-huh. Um, the Sanford and Son thing is hilarious. Yeah, that was dur- that was during the uh, the encore, Sweet and Tender Hooligan. They had like a gif of Sanford and Son, mm-hmm. like where uh, Fred Sanford is like having a heart attack. Well, no, he's like reeling back to hit his neighbor woman, or mm-hmm. wh- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like he's about to slap. You her. remember that? But he never hit her, but it was always like, I'm going to... Yeah, yeah, it was always threatening, too. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, so we were... So they had a pit section. We were in the first section, uh, stage right, all the way right. Uh-huh. And But we were right... The speakers were right to our left. So pure sound right there. And, uh, you know, they, I think they had closed off the very top level, but I would say there's at least... 2,000 people there, and everyone there was so into it. Oh, the videos you're taking, the people in front of you are losing their minds. Yes. I will. Uh, I need to repost my videos to the H2L podgram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so if you want to see... I, I didn't take full songs. I just took some clips because I was trying to be present. <laughs> yeah, you need to be present. I was trying to uh, be in the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did take... I think I posted three different clips, and so if you want to go to uh, H2L Pod on the gram, or if you want to go to Old Waver on the Twitter, you can find those. Um, but okay, so it's last night of the whole thing in yes. Vegas. So he's probably relieved a bit that it was successful. Yes. So that's nice, but also. Probably he's going to take a break after this. Y'all hit him on the best night. The sound is perfect. He's done it 20 times. I don't know how many shows they did. 10? No, five. They only did five? Well, they did a couple in like LA. Uh huh. In, in between or before. Y'all hit the best night. Yeah. So, in looking at the, the five Vegas set lists, it seemed like the, the sets were either 19 or 20 songs. And it seemed like they were choosing from, like they had worked up maybe like 25, 26 songs, Mm -hmm. maybe 30. Yeah. And so like 75% of the set or 80% of the set was consistent from night to night, but everything was in a jumbled order. They would redo the order every night. Yeah. He would probably just tell them like, hey, this one feels weird here. Let's, you know. Yeah. But, but that's pretty awesome. And then so y'all do that. We all meet up and we get to go to your room and we have drinks because that was great. And then we go watch Dale and Greg play the weirdest. Yeah, their video craps game. It was like it was made so for dumb. 80. You're, like, but I was still. Um, I, I lost 100 and quit. I, I, I what did you do that night? Uh, well, I lost at craps, and then I lost at roulette, 
and then where did, where did you play craps? You played that little game yeah, that they yeah. were doing. Yeah, I sat down for a minute. Okay, I didn't even see that part. Yeah, I I lost at craps. I lost at roulette, and then Marissa got mad at me for just throwing away money, <laughs> and so and then we went and got pizza. At, we stood in line. Sure. We stood in line for the the secret pizza place. I you told me about that. And yeah. uh, and by the time we waited in the line and got it and got back to our room, it was like 3 a.m. Oh my God, seriously? And the only people that came were Dale and Craig. <laughs> and the four of us killed, except for one slice, this giant- I saw it the next day. 20 inch yeah, pizza. Yeah, the big box. Oh my God. Okay, I didn't, I didn't know. Yeah, I mean, aside, aside from my wife getting mad at me for losing money, I was like, it's my money. I can do what I want. I can do what I want. I do what I want. I ended up losing like six fifty for the, the weekend. The whole trip? Yeah. That's not I mean, that bad. I could have broken even if I knew when to fold them, mm-hmm. as we talked about. Yeah. The Kenny Rogers tutorial. Yeah, like the, the DJ at the whole casino is like, if you play the Kenny Rogers song, we're going to fire you. So right. Don't. You can't play that because then people them will, know, people will like, walk away. You can't let them know when to fold them. Yeah. And that's just part of the deal. Yeah. Uh, oh, but before we play your jam, just to circle back to Morrissey one more time. So the, the last song, Sweet and Tender Hooligan, it, it was, it was a non-album single, right? So it's only on Louder Than Bombs. Is that right? I think so. Man, I don't know. But it is one of the more punk Smith songs, it's for sure. so good. And so as a closer, mm-hmm. epic, right? That's The band is shredding it. Mm-hmm. And throughout the show, there were increasing numbers of stage invasions. And then... Everybody knew it was the last song because they had gone off and they had come back for the encore. How many times they go off and come back? Just that one time. Okay. And they just played the one song. Maybe they were going to play two songs, but the stage invasions cut it short. It wasn't as dramatic as the 1991 Starplex <laughs> of course, video yeah, of course, where yeah. our buddy Dale uh-huh. is like spinning around looking at what, what do I do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it wasn't it wasn't like twenty people on stage like at Starplex, but at one point there were like three invaders at one time. One was a cute girl that got a hug from Morrissey. Uh, another girl didn't get close and got escorted off by security. And then the last one was a big fat guy, and the big fat guy was making a beeline for Morrissey and a couple of the security guys tackled him and then he started fighting the security guys and it was a disaster to the point where Morrissey was like, I'm gone. And he just walked backstage, the band played it out, security wrestled this big fat guy off the stage and that was the show. Perfect. Yeah, it was a perfect That's ending. That's perfect ending. It was so good. <sighs> That's so great. Man, right. I can't believe I missed that. Yeah, I'm sorry you didn't get there in time. But Man, uh, I'm sure I'm sure he'll play Vegas again before he dies. Yeah, Moss Vegas is too much of a good line. Yeah. Alright. Last jam from Toby. Okay, it is time for my last song, but I gotta 
I mean, how should I do this? Should I just pick it? Should I give you the band names and you give and you say which one I'm, I'm pulling you to, or like what should I do? I got a whole thing here. I thought you had picked it. You, I you picked need, it. And you now need me I'm, to pick it. And now I'm backtracking. All right, I'll just say the names of the bands. So I have to pick now? No, 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 no. I'm just going to say them, and I think I know what I'm going to play, but then if something really is sticking out to you that you're like, no, play that one. All right. All right, one of the band's name is Grazer. Like Grazer. Like grazing in the field? Yeah, but it's Grazer. Mm Mm-hmm. The other one is Stray Fossa. What? You ever heard of that? No. What about Motu Bandit? That sounds terrible. Okay, so we're going to go with Grazer. With a Z. Alright, this is called Lonely Example. And you know we have an Australian thing. We have a French and Australian thing. Yes. So uh, Aussies, they... uh. They've been... They're fun. Man, they've been doing a lot of stuff. So let's do that. This is called Lonely Example. Uh, It is brand new, Chief. And they're a brand new band. Where are they from? Australia. Melbourne. Oh, yeah, you said that. Derp. I think they're from Melbourne. So yeah, out of Melbourne, that's Australia. Uh-huh, I've heard of it. Um, the Melbourne Opera House. It's very famous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like you like to say, chicken a dude. <laughs> Pretty sure they're married or together. Makes sense. A lot of this stuff came out of COVID. They're brand new. Band started like in 2019. They're new. But I want to know what you think of this. Grazer. Grazer. It's called The Lonely Example, Dave, and this is brand new from Grazer. The Lonely Example or just Lonely Example? The song is called The Lonely Example. Okay, I just want to make sure I get it down right. Mm -hmm. Here we go by Grazer. Let's let's hear Dave's review after song.
Yeah. You gotta get those last two notes uh-huh. in. Uh-huh. Stab it at the end. What do you think? I like that. Uh, you, I don't know what... I don't know what you're gonna bring in the After Dark. I don't know what I uh, avoided on the Reg Pod, but... You made the right choice, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I think that other they, things I, I think that they were the most solid. Yes. but the other ones, uh, you're gonna like it. I like that a lot. Grazer, yeah. Grazer, I guess that's how you say it. But yeah, I don't know. couple, um, they're artists and photographers and like you know, super like they whatever. just have, they just have so much creative energy. They just don't know what to do with it. Exactly, and so they just I hate people like that. Make, yeah, but I think they're one of the um, Are they hot. Please tell me they're ugly. No, they are not. Um, they're from they're from Melbourne and they're good looking. They probably surf. Man, they probably spearfish. <laughs> do, do people spearfish in Australia? I don't know. Yeah, they probably do. They have a pet wallaby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they got on the enemy, like uh, artists to look for new artists to look for kind of thing and okay like list and a bunch of well now they're stuff. on the h2l artists to download yeah artists to be on the jimmy kimmel next week uh-huh. so that's kind of how we're going right now we have a very good track record so good for them all right well congrats grazer you just got blowed up by h2l <laughs> you just got blowed up all right are you ready for uh viewer mail yeah let's go okay so I, I've I've meant to do this for several months and I forgot. Um, but we have a few new reviews on the uh, Apple Podcast Store, mm-hmm. and we also have uh, a few emails to our htwpod at gmail address. Good. Uh, so we'll start with the reviews, and again, I put this out there to you, and I'll get to this in the emails, but here's the deal. If you give us a five-star review on Apple podcasts and you write words, like, cause you can give five stars without writing words. Uh huh. But if you write words, it counts more. Does it? I don't know. I don't know. But I'm with you. I'm guessing in the algorithm, if you take the time to write words, it gives more weight to your review. So you would know better than me. I don't know. I'm guessing. I'm I'm purely guessing. Good. But we are we're now at 119 reviews. Jeez. Five stars out of five. I mean, we are a fantastic podcast. If someone was to browse by our podcast and like 119 reviews and they're all five. Well, I think there's one four star, but I think it was a mistake. Stupid bastard. I know. I don't know why our, our I don't know why our review score isn't 4.9. Maybe they threw that one out. Yeah, maybe they did. Like this because like, it's the, Rus- it's it the Russian judge. <laughs> well, obviously they're sandbagging. Yeah. All right. So. Here are a handful of recent reviews. You'll like this one. This is from D. High T makes me laugh. Toby is so funny. His sidebar comments to Dave and all his different accents crack me up every time. Wow, they're that they're right. Do an accent real fast. What kind of accent <laughs> do you want, Dave? 
don't know what that was. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a vampire accent. Ander Kovny wrote, I love this show. These guys are the best. Perfect. Uh, DMT1574 says, love this podcast. Great show. I mean, these last two, minimal effort, but I get it. Dude, they don't need to spend much time. All you got to do is write one line. It's fine. But here we go into the Clutch Cargo crew. Okay. These are the dudes that followed instructions. I mean, you could just write a review that just said, they're so great. I like stuff. Yes. And that's fine. If you are bored and you need sound in your ear holes. Perfect. Do this. Yes. All right, so this is from C. Jason. H.T. Wow, indeed. (gasps) Okay. What are the odds I become a pod one, parenthetical, a P1 of a podcast, genius I know, close parenthetical, just a few days before Old Waver's full-time announcement at the ticket? The music selections are brilliant. The commentary and stories are heartwarming and hilarious. I love the chemistry between T and the D. I'll be digging into the backlog while hoping this pod keeps trucking forward. Listen Mm. to this podcast. Love it. Right? That's like... That guy gets it. And then uh, 1310 The Ticket writes, Listening since the rant on AM. The rant and a morning coffee was my perfect start to a Saturday full of dog parks, barbecues, and White Rock Lake. Great to see you doing this. Danny is my leader, so look forward to his guest appearance to clear the air, which will be next month on the anniversary show. Are y'all going to fight? We might. And Claxton wrote, HT, wow. Dave and Toby dosed me with XTC, and I loved it. Perfect. That's a reference to the the Gordon show. Mm -hmm. Go back, because we had Gordon Keith on the program, and he did a deep dive into his favorite band, XTC. He certainly did. He loves XTC. He really does. Um, okay, so I would love C. Jason to reach out to me. Um, if you post a five-star review and you write some words on the Apple Podcast Store and you email me a screenshot at htlpod at gmail.com, I will send you merch. Proof positive. Is this uh, like a bribe? Yes, this is a bribe. <laughs> but there, there's no rules. We can there do whatever no we rules. want. The internet has no there, rules. There are no rules. So our friend Ramiro. Okay. He posted a review a while back, and then he forgot to tell me about it and so he was like hey i I know it's been a while but here's the review i posted will you send me some merch yeah and so i was like absolutely so i sent him a shirt sent him some stickers sent him a koozie and he just tweeted back to us today and had gotten all the stuff today in the mail and he was super excited and uh he's gonna wear our t-shirt proudly i told him to take those stickers to every bar he goes to and stick them on a urinal (laughs) okay good all right so this is what such a band this is what uh ramiro wrote um (laughs) remember when we uh we said that people should write 
I'm disappointed, but it's pretty great. <laughs> yeah. So that was his headline. <laughs> okay, good. And so this is Romero's review. Do you like podcasts? Do you like only the finest in quality beer and music talk? Then High Tea with Old Waver is the podcast for you. Listen along as heterosexual life maids Dave Lane and Toby Pipes curate the tastiest of new wave and daytime disco jams whilst they sip on a variety of unique alcoholic beverages supplied by beer sponsor Good Friend Package. Wow. Mentioned the sponsor he got it and in everything. There. Enjoy their deep dives and personal accounts of the music and artists featured on each month's show. Revel in their supreme storytelling as they contemplate some of music and life's most philosophical questions, such as, is Aldo Nova the lead singer of Accept? <laughs> and is the Tour de France like the Autobahn, but with bikes? <laughs> so what are you waiting for? Do your duty as an honest and upstanding citizen of the world and unsubscribe from all your other podcasts and subscribe solely to HTWOW. Mill about smartly, making sure every electronic device inside is set to HTWOW and ensure that it remains this case in perpetuity. Oh, man. What a, that's, and that's another callback. Yes. Uh, so God bless Romero. Mm -hmm. And also wanted to give a shout out to uh, MP in Albuquerque. He wrote me a note said i heard about your podcast af after you mentioned it to bob on the air the other day keep it up tennis is an odd and awesome song i know right i was first exposed to the ticket by a uh, photographer at kdfw who always played it while we were working live news shots and not to mention Ducey always had it on can't wait to hear the danny guest appearance he is my leader oh that's so yeah. great that's so, so great again I've always thank wondered. Well, no, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say thank you to everyone who has reached out. And seriously, if you re if you have posted a review in the past, or if you post one, send me a note htlpod at gmail.com and I'll send you crap. It's so great. Yeah, I love it. I love mailbag time. Yeah, I mean, I forgot to do it, but I had a backlog, and we just emptied it right you now. You just emptied your mailbag. Uh-huh. It's gross. It's fine. All right, kinky afro us out. All bro. right, let's do it. <laughs> Seriously, if you have not listened to this entire record, this entire record is a party. You might think it's just Kinky Afro and Step On, but there's Loose Fit, there's Dennis and Lois, there's Holiday, and everything has this amazing baggy groove courtesy of the late great Paul Ryder. R.I.P.
could have seen them in their heyday. Remember when we saw them at Coachella? I know. And then we saw them in, uh, at House of Blues. Were you there? I don't think I was there at the House of Blues show. It was like them in Psychedelic Furs. No, I didn't go to that one. It was so good. So when Toby and uh, our late friend Manny and I went to Coachella, we saw uh, Happy Mondays in... It was the it was the party tent. You remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was where all the the ravey bands were, and the Happy Monday show was delayed like 20 minutes because Sean Ryder's teleprompter was out. Well, also the keyboard player couldn't get any of his samples to work. Yeah, they were having electrical problems. So the keyboard player didn't have anything, and Sean Ryder can't sing unless he has his teleprompter <laughs> at the front of the stage. I get that. He has fried his brain. Yeah. But Rowetta, oh my God, Rowetta was there. Uh huh. She's still amazing. I kind of want to play it so they can I know. hear. It makes you want to dance like Bez. I'll turn it up just a little. Thank you guys for listening to H2L number 60. IT with Old Labor, July 2022. You heard Beach Bunny, you heard Husbands, you heard Fools, you heard Grazer, and you heard Happy Mondays. We hope you enjoyed the pod. Please join us in August for a very special fifth anniversary show featuring Danny Bayless of many ah. bands. That you may not have heard of, and the ticket. Dingo. Dingo. Come on and tell me it twice.